0: Hello and welcome to the Anti American Airbus Podcast. My name is Janelle Johnson.
1: Bonjour. Miyamo
0: Peter. So you mean to tell me you're riding for France? Like France is any better than us? No. They're just European America. That's true. I mean,
1: what are we except another colonizer? Did you notice how wait France's like, France like D team is playing in the soccer Olympics, by the way?
0: Everyone's D team is in the Olympics.
1: Bonjour. My name is Mike.
2: Hi, guys.
0: Hello, Benner. Cool um, shirt.
2: Thank you. I'm wearing uh, the Airbuds' very own Washington Mystics shirt. You can get it, uh, T Public. If you go to tpublic.com, search for the Airbuds podcast, you'll find all of our little fun shirts we have up there. Not including the shirt that Peter has on right now.
0: The- My life's mission now is to create the Airbuds Team Store. Airbuds Team Store is a real building in inside of a mountainside in Northeast Los Angeles. I mean, crater. we can create,
1: we now can create stuff through Blue Wire as long as, like, we're not infringing on copyright stuff.
0: Well, then we're fucked, dude. We got to think of some <laughs> <a> bunch <laughs> I know, of other shit. we out
1: to the public, baby.
0: But, well, the Japan, Air Budge Japan shirt. Come on. Happy Olympics.
1: I know. That is a fucking nice shirt.
0: That should be on the Blue Wire fucking store. BlueWire.net store. net M&M store. Yeah. BlueWire.co.biz.
2: We did get a request from uh, one of our Patreon listeners that commented on on, on our latest episode. Go to patreon.com. dot pod if you want to uh, see this comment and also listen to all the stuff we put on there. But uh, they were requesting a Bucks championship shirt from us.
0: Hmm. Chris Middleton in a beanie. I mean,
2: Finally, the only,
1: the only thing we got to the only thing we can do.
2: It's the only thing we got locked and loaded. I'll tell you that much.
0: We just make it a championship beanie.
2: All right, we'll work on it. We'll, we'll talk about it offline. Uh, you know, we started talking about business on the pod. Let's get get the business right now. If you go to Apple Podcasts uh, and you search for AirBuds and you leave us a five-star review, it really helps us out. It helps us climb up the algorithm charts, helps us uh, gain new listeners, helps other people find us. So go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. And if you write something, we will read it on air, just like I'm going to read this review from peeping underscore 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 Tom. Oh. Uh, Uh, Headline says, Liz Cambage's favorite pod. I love that. You know I love that. Uh, Five stars. I have a question to honor our aging Olympic basketball stars. Who's the bigger stick man, Luis Scola or Rudy Fernandez? I'll hang up and listen.
0: Got to go with Rudy Fernandez. You can't dunk with a tiny dick. Wait,
1: what? You can't dunk with a tiny dick? Yeah, something about, it's like, the dick weight actually lifts you up higher. So you're saying Fernandez has a tiny dick?
0: No, I'm saying...
1: Is Fernandez out there dunking?
0: Well, he used to. Is he
1: yeah. still
2: playing? I think he's still playing for Spain right now. Jesus. I yeah, mean... He's, he's 36 years old, 6'5", uh, still playing for Spain, still playing professionally. Uh, he is currently on Real Madrid. Um, but yeah, he's, he's representing Spain in the Olympics currently.
1: Scola, Which to is me, is just a stone-cold fox. Looks better now than he did at any point in his life. Very like kind of John Slattery from Mad Men where the gray just gives him a mystique that I was unprepared for.
0: Whoa. Wow. At any Uh, point,
1: did you see Luis Scola when he was in the NBA and you're like, look at that hot guy? Never. And now you're like, look at that guy. Why isn't he doing every J. Crew catalog?
2: I'm looking at him now and I don't White see it the same way, but uh you know he's he's forty one and he is still playing in Olympics. He's killing it for Argentina at the moment. I think he dropped like thirty points or something like in the first qualifying game. Um,
0: well, I'll be damned.
2: He's forty one years old, six foot nine. That's nice. You know, we like that. Hey, uh, right. I'm just gonna go Scola. Why not? I don't know. We're honoring with this question from Peeping Tom. We're honoring our aging olympians and uh scola has got fernandez beat by five years so why don't we just honor that the oldest guy
1: every time team usa plays they should just play the graduation song by vitamin c for the whole game that should be no. all their punishment i disagree
2: why all right, well, let's get one more business thing out of the way before we dive into this patreon.com slash pod already mentioned it five dollars a month gets you bonus episodes gets you uh Get you access to our Discord, gets uh, other random bonus content here and there. Uh, we do one episode a week. We talked mostly about the finals in our Patreon episode this week. So if you're dying to hear our full-on reactions to that, uh, go go to Patreon.com/slash AirbudsPod. Uh, really supports us, helps us pay for things, making this you know podcast uh, available for a, a wider audience. And uh, yeah, now we're done with business. Can we? Transition to why Peter is become a frog, a fucking traitor to France.
1: Yeah, what's the deal? Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of Evan Fournier? It is a music of a people who want to watch him play.
2: Mm. Are
1: we, I'm, did we just become the ringer? What are we doing
2: here?
0: Yeah, I don't know what he, oh, happened. I'm sorry.
1: The ringer just gets to what monopolize the best musical of all time.
0: Mm-hmm. I think not.
2: They're certainly trying. Well, there's fuck definitely them. been a number of lamez parodies. Uh, yeah.
1: What was their lamez parody?
2: I think it was about the Knicks, probably. Um, the Knicks. I, I oh, it was about they... the Knicks
1: in the Garden. That was yeah. a bit. Listen. Always for musical writers' rooms. Okay, that's what I'll say.
2: Uh, get, uh, you know, get, uh, Daryl Morey on the phone, Peter.
1: Daryl and I. That's what you should
2: do. You and Daryl should get together. Bring him into Blue Wire. Sell him on turning his basketball musical into a podcast. What Mm -hmm. musical
1: is the most appropriate to parody for Ben Simmons getting traded? Do you guys want Kevin Love, by the way? Can I offer you him?
2: I don't know. Ask Daryl when you meet with him about... (laughs) His, his musical how did but Kevin love okay. come
1: out on top by getting out of team USA
2: I don't know you know I I it's funny I everyone was worried about team USA and I'm always like they the games don't count yet why are we worried already and uh I guess it turns out after they lost this morning to France uh they gave up uh did you say a seven point lead uh coming into the the close of the fourth Jamel?
0: yeah I um, believe that was the
2: deal yeah uh maybe they maybe this team doesn't have it maybe this is the two thousand and four team all over again.
0: It's just too small, man they just needed a they just needed a legit large man to just be large and they decided to try to switch everything and we'll see we'll see. I don't even know who else is in the fucking group who's in group a Benner? Break it down for us.
2: You're asking me like I know that off the top of my head. I don't know. Um, I kind of, you know, uh, you know me. I, it's it's particularly on brand for me to be kind of anti-Olympics. So, like, I just haven't really. He's anti-Olympics.
0: Yeah. Peter is anti-America now. Now he's Hugh fucking Jackman. Wait, hey, whatever, what? dude. You're the dude who told me Patty Mills wasn't a threat in a one-game situation. You once again you laughed at me in your little Zoom screen. Hey, wait a minute. I, I don't know if I'm gonna zig here, but
1: um, what wh- what's the, why does Kelsey Plum get to run buckshot in the three on three and like we couldn't find anybody to just like make the big three like the three on three for the men? What, is there even that?
0: a three on three team? No, Who they is didn't the make men's team? it. The
1: USA team didn't qualify,
0: but Kelsey Plum is out there just destroying people. I mean, their whole team is WNBA starters. Yeah, they're very good. Dolson, unstoppable. Alicia Gray, unstoppable. Sugar Rogers off the bench? Is it Jackie Young?
2: How tall is Stephanie Dolson? Is she like 6'8", six, 6'9"? Six, Probably like 6'8". She's very good and kind of like... Her and Plum together on a three and three team
0: are—I mean, just it's just the ideal. She just gets to just get an entry pass and just turn on everybody. It's like it's ridiculous.
2: Dolson it's officially listed at six five. I I would have okay guessed sure. taller, but I guess maybe you know.
0: I think just we just think we just think women in the league are taller. This happened when I was talking to Jordan Liggins. I thought Lisa Leslie was like six nine. She was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?"
2: How tall is Lisa?
0: Like 6'5", six, 6'4". Six,
1: I mean, I'm watching a highlight now also of the final minute of this game where Team USA had about 36 open looks for three-pointers. A
0: lot play. of open threes. Somebody, Just, How about somebody drive it and get a layup,
1: huh?
0: I, in a thir- in a, With 30 seconds left.
1: It is, it is karmic how everything that makes the NBA fun that we dig into is what also exposes Team USA super hard in international play
0: well because we're playing by dumb made-up nba rules why doesn't they'll never
1: do it but like they should just be playing international basketball the whole time
0: the rules are better there nah but this is we're we're in a entertainment it's entertainment baby
2: uh, Jamal, to answer your question, U.S. is in Group B. Uh, it's Japan, France, Nigeria, and United States. Whoa! Uh, the U.S. plays Nigeria tomorrow.
0: We already lost to.
2: Um, tomorrow being Monday, the day this podcast come out. So today. Oh, uh, bub,
0: bub. Yeah. You're you're looking at uh you're looking at the women's group. Which is also interesting. Nigeria, pretty good team. Our oh group gosh, group totally men's right. group A. Sorry. Okay. I got France, it. I got it right okay, here, baby. Got I got it, it, right, it right here. Sorry, sorry. It's it's Czech Republic, France, Iran, and us. Peter's yeah. second favorite team, Iran.
1: Oh yeah. Right <laughs> behind Israel, actually. It's close. It's one A one B there. One
0: one A one B, France, one D Agent of Chaos, baby. Sure. Uh, My bad.
2: I had the, yeah, I I just noticed I had, there's toggles for men and women
0: looking at I just checked the toggles too. Yeah.
2: It's so funny. The the Olympics doesn't make it easy to, A, find content. Like, I had to do research to watch uh, the men's street skating uh, yesterday, which I did watch like five hours of it, and while I find it kind of lame, uh, very, very fun to just watch that
0: on TV. Um, I don't like the matching. I like that Nike is making the jerseys or the shirts, but I don't like that it's a matching motif. Let each team do their own fucking thing. It all looks like it's part of one picture. Those Nike skateboarding. Right.
2: Tops. Um, some of them were tight. I mean, I think some I was, of them were
0: tight as shit. But just the, yeah. I don't know. It's US still too. To Japan
2: had uh, had kind of very complementary uniforms. Um, at least the the one Japan alternate. It seems like also like so they have like one main thing, which is like a shirt with sleeves, and then they all have like an alternate tank top. and It seemed like that was like what. But like I also noticed that they're doing that in swimming too. So we were watching. Deborah and I were watching like swimming relays and like three people on the team had like matching swimsuits and then like a fourth had uh had a a different design and then i was like oh maybe that's just like the captain or whatever but then i looked at other teams and like they had like two and two wearing different designs it seems weird that mikey's just like brought the nba jersey mentality of having all these different alternate looks to the olympics which is weird to me
0: I mean, that's all, you know, Nike is just about selling gear. Yeah. They're not worried about our little sensibilities.
2: Right. But it's, like, also runs counter to, like, kind of, like, one of the, I think, which is not, like, necessarily an honest founding moral, but a founding moral of the Olympics is, like, unity and, like, nations, like, coming together to, like fight as a team against other nations but like they're still kind of like you look at some of the teams you're like oh they're all dressed differently like what what happened to this like whole like unification
1: ideal why does russia get to call themselves the russian olympic committee well
0: because they're they're not allowed to be a country dude
1: right but why can't they just be not russia what sounds more like russia the russian olympic committee or not russia
2: Fantastic
1: fencing by not Russia.
2: Uh, so what, what, what remind me the deal that so Russia was caught cheating a couple Olympics ago. Uh, we were Icarus
0: paying. bro. You ever see yeah.
2: Icarus
1: on Netflix, dude? I did you not. They got caught banner? making
0: the movie Icarus. Yeah.
1: Won an Oscar and got Putin's team banned from the Olympics. And so now
2: people are in the Russian Olympic committee are like former, former Russian nationals who are now, I'm not affiliated with the country, but they are still competing?
1: No, totally affiliated with the country. The country's just not allowed to like be a part of the Olympics.
0: Just I don't no understand flag. why they get to be. I guess you just can just be a person.
1: But that's what I'm saying. Just be like Brian from St. Petersburg. Well, they do have like there that are way. unaffiliated athletes who
2: compete every year if you qualify without having like some if you're like a refugee or like you have some kind of reason why you can't represent your country they do have unaffiliated athletes
0: can you can you win the olympics if you're in prison the prison olympics yeah can i can i register from in prison
1: jail well is it white collar prison or is it like prison prison
0: i mean probably well if you're in
1: white collar prison you can like there's tennis courts there so probably i could easily qualify yeah yeah, not you fly to Japan?
2: I think Djokovic is actually out on a work release thing right now.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's
2: pretty good. Um. Well, let's look at this box score, guys. It's not—it's not very encouraging. Uh, Kevin Durant notched a total of ten points on four of twelve shooting. Kevin Durant, in foul international trouble. ball foul trouble. Yeah, but still four of twelve. Not the typical field goal percentage you'd expect from that man.
0: Yeah. I mean, adding three dudes last night, I don't know if that was great. I'm not even sure Middleton played.
2: Uh, Middleton uh, did play 0 for 2.
1: uh... (laughs) Kevin, Bam led all scoring with, no, Holiday led all scoring with Drew True
2: Holiday led led off the bench, coming fresh (laughs) off of, you know, Probably being the most tired of anybody except for maybe Devin Booker and Chris Middleton. Uh, 18 points off the bench. Uh, three for six from three. Five for six from the free throw line. But yeah, five of 13 from the floor overall. Not, again, not exactly inspiring
0: numbers. They're in okay. trouble. They're going to have to fucking figure something out. Czech Republic's going to be a tough game, too. And you got to go two and one, or you're done.
2: It's really, yeah, Draymond Green, two points, two rebounds, four assists.
0: They just needed a real center. You could have given me anybody. Give me fucking Robert Williams. They could have put fucking Derek Favors out there or something, dude. Like, just like Dolson, you just need someone who can just hit a regular post move and just be an anchor. It's not about being quick and fuck that pick and roll shit, dude. Just throw it in.
2: Evan Fournier for France, notch 28 points. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I just don't get how you let that happen if you're Team USA.
0: I'm telling you, man. I mean, no, everybody. No defense. Yeah. The sleep and these teams, every international team has. Multiple players with NBA experience. France has like seven guys who played in the league for more than three years.
2: Uh right now, yeah. They got Batum, Gobert, Fournier, uh uh Timothy Cabarro is on the France team. I don't think I realized Frank Nathiel, N- Kina. Um, I think that's all the NBA players. Colo. Colo play. oh, played for four years.
0: Colo, yeah. And okay. uh yeah, dude, shit's real. And Yerber Selys, Your Sherbert, Yerbert Sherbert, <laughs> um, Gilbert, Sherbert, Sherbert.
1: I mean, is Can it, is it basically Sataransky leading the Czech team? Who's on that? Who's on the team?
0: Czech team doesn't have a lot of NBA players, which is weird. You just think they would, but it's all the other uh, Eastern block squads. Slovenia versus Argentina tonight. That's actually going to be a good game. It's scola, yeah. It's scola time.
2: It's scola time. Scola time
0: at nine forty at night.
2: Have a scola and a smile, right?
1: <laughs> also got USA in the gold cup. At, at six. At six, yeah. Oh, it's nine thirty your time. Oh, I am not
0: nine thirty your time. Yeah, so it's a it's a million o'clock. You know. <laughs> it's, I go to bed at eight forty five every night now. You go to bed. You probably put on a little sleep mask too yeah
1: yo uh, uh oh never mind i'm actually not gonna bring that up carry on
2: did anybody watch any of the olympic skateboarding no
0: yes. where'd you watch it is it on nbc sports app
2: it it was on the nbc sports app i had to like okay. search to find it again i just
0: read i just logged back in so yeah. i'm now catching up on everything
2: uh very exciting Naja houston Clear favorite to take it all, uh, kind of biffed it in the gold medal round. Uh, they, biffed they, it hard. Yeah, he came in seventh overall. But uh, shout out to uh, Jagger Eaton of the U.S. who got who got bronze. Uh, Kelvin Hef- Hefler, uh from Brazil, whom I I'm just proud of that guy. I've been following that guy on Instagram since he was like an amateur, and uh, now he's a, he's a silver medal winner. But then Yuto Horogome from Japan took it home for the uh, for the home country, he just fucking killed it in the medal round, and like, just so fucking fun to watch skateboarding on, um, like, at that level and at that ex- level of exposure. Even uh, if I think it is kind of like goes against the morals of the very sport in a lot of ways, but yeah, cool stuff. Bro, so I'm shout that out.
1: Nothing gets to grow forever and not become part of the establishment. That's the problem.
2: It's sad. Um but you know yeah fun again fun to, to see skateboarding with that much production value and that much money behind it. It's just interesting, but uh again, yeah, it's like it's like the 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 sport that uh, even calling it a sport feels wrong. It's like, you it's like the, the people that hate the cops became the cops. That's what it feels well, like.
1: Well, okay, Jamel, tell me this: How far away are the big three rules from the three on three Olympic rules? Is it night and day? Because this three on three Olympic, it's not, fucking... the... it's not as fast. It's
0: not as fast because this is the the big three is the senior tour, right? That is like, about to say no, they, they, they need no to slow scor-
1: everything down because everyone's out of yeah,
0: shape. Yeah, you take you score and then you take it out at the top. Like, there's no like. Take the ball out of the basket, and then immediately it's back in play. That is kind of the coolest part,
1: to be honest.
0: Is like it's a one it's the, flowing game. It makes it feel like a different game, which is like fine. I know they'd be making shit up just to make it the Olympics. Like I was watching fucking what the fuck kayaking. It's like dudes, they gotta go I was backwards watching and forwards guns through the fucking <laughs> straight
1: up handguns. handguns. Yeah, I was watching handguns. It's not called
2: Handguns. I think you were okay. just watching... Were you just watching Heat? Did you put on Heat on Netflix?
0: <laughs> oh,
1: that's no. what it was. That's okay. what it was.
0: because it it's for sure not called Handguns. People's I don't know, man.
2: Wants was watching like, the Olympics are fun this year.
1: Oh, I was just watching Tombstone. That's what it was. Yeah. My bad. When did yeah, James
2: McAvoy make the <laughs> Olympic squad? You can really curve those bullets. Um.
1: Boxer champs.
2: Bucks are champs. We did it. I guess we should talk about it. Uh, we all
1: believed in them and rooted for them the whole time. I was the only one.
2: Okay. You were kind of almost the only, the only one. I was mostly the
0: only one. The only reason I even said Suns was because I thought Giannis was hurt.
2: Right. You kept being like, the Bucks will win, but Suns in six. That was kind of like how you acted. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What was I supposed to do? You guys kept looking at me. We're on a zoom, man. What do you want me to look away? Just making me scared.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm very happy for Giannis. I, I you know, I, I will cop that I was wrong. I thought that like Giannis was just a player that will like never like lift that team because I feel I still kind of feel like the team isn't as well constructed around him as it could be. But uh, you know, he,
0: How could he, it be better? Just have LeBron? Yeah, <laughs> Who would you construct I, around them?
2: I think... Um, well, okay. Let's see. Uh, Bugs Bunny. Um, Lola right. Bunny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Lola Bunny with the tits? Or new yeah, Lola yeah. Bunny? 1996
2: new uh, Bunny. Lola Bunny. Um, that was such a funny like change that they made. Where they were like, we're going to make a more, I don't know. Just I, I don't want to get. Yo, it. wait, um, hold on. People what? keep.
0: I've I've been trying to. I'm subtly working a bit on Instagram where I'm trying to make it seem like my life was falling apart until I saw Space Jam Two. Like Space Jam Two saved my life. This is a funny. I think it's funny to think this and say this online, but people have been like kind of checking on me, like, are you okay? Wait, Jamel, did you really like it? Are you serious? And I'm like, guys, it's supposed to be funny. Of course, Space Jam 2 didn't save my life or teach me how to do my taxes.
2: Jamel, see, your fatal flaw with this bit is that you were making jokes online.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) And you know... Yeah, I forgot.
2: That when you make a joke online, at least 10%... Uh, of people will not get it and think that there's something wrong with you. And then another like 30% will be like willfully obtuse and pretend like they don't get it and try to be upset about it.
0: I forgot about being on the computer.
2: Yeah. That's just how it is, man. No more bits online. We're we're a serious podcast now.
0: That's fair. It's all, it is also funny to have people in real life kind of like check up on me because I said I like Space Jam 2 online. He said what? He said what? Is he? Hey, Janelle, are you okay? Do you need to talk to somebody about the Space Jam 2 thing? I got some other shit we could talk about.
2: I will say, uh, Peter, back to your point, when we had uh, Friend of the Pod and, and fourth unofficial bud, CJ Toledano, on to talk about Space Jam, A New Legacy, uh, and your your overall point, which I agree with for the whole thing was like anyone that is like getting mad about this is stupid because it's a movie for children <laughs> and uh, and I agreed with you then and I'm agreeing with you more and more now because I've been listening to more and more podcasts where people like serious film podcasts are like giving like film theory critiques on this movie. And I'm just like, idiots. Just shut up. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> it went a touch too far. We got too close to the sun. Yeah. That's all that is.
1: The only thing that I saw that was valid was someone posted a thing of Porky Pig rapping and just talking about how Hollywood has basically totally just been disintegrated into either wrapping ourselves in nostalgia or just like making ourselves feel good to forget the fact that we're part of like a capitalist state. And they also brought up in Porky Pig Wrapping, which I didn't know that blew my fucking mind. Did you know that the director of Nomad Land's parents are owners of the, one of the largest steel companies in China.
2: I learned that recently as well.
1: And and I, was I was like, Oh, there is no hope for any of
2: us. Yeah.
1: Everything is a lie. And Chloe the Zhao porky-
2: who made I guess, but I I haven't seen it because I just look at it and simply see something I don't want to watch, Nomadland. Uh, but yeah, the I, I, I learned probably with the same tweet that Chloe Zhao, the, the, the director of the defining movie about poverty of the last few
0: years, uh, is a billionaire. Hey, buddy. somebody got to make it. <laughs> Somebody's got to make the movie. The poor people don't have the budget. Well... Are you gonna ask a broke nigga to finance crafty?
2: The critiques that I saw of Nomadland were like it's weird and like the point of the movie is that like look, poor people are happy with what they have. She may live in a van and drive from town to that town. That is not
1: the point. Who? You, whoa! Who's <laughs> take of that was Nomadland? Because let me tell you, it is a. <laughs> it is basically like. Writing an obituary for American industrialism is what it is. Oh, really? See, um, oh, yeah. And it's like people have other documentary too. It's like no, people aren't happy with what they have. They make the most of what they have, and they have nothing. (laughs) Like it's brutal, right? I think maybe there's whoever I I read this
2: take from probably saw the same thing and took the opposite way of view, where it's like the, the making the most of what they have. And like seeing Frances McDormand like smiling as she's like sipping coffee and bathing in a river, like like it sends a weird message. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And I frankly don't want to.
1: I really was dragged kicking and screaming to watch it with my wife. And I'm glad I did. It is good filmmaking because it's kind of like this weird documentary too with real people but also is at the same time exploitative in the same way that it's trying to be self-righteous. And I do feel like if you are going to critique space jam, it's the fact that it's just like, we've lost our soul. Like it's gone. Like Marvel set us on this path and there's no coming back from it. Even for movies that want to be earnest and sincere, like doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. Like every movie is now just like the Olympics.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Duh. There's going to be a billboard for Church of Chicken in every fucking movie. It's
1: a billboard for NBA Storytime.
0: Ooh. What are those going up?
1: Uh, a week from today.
0: The illest shit is I'm going to be gone the whole like the whole time. When do you when get do back? When do they stop running? I get back August 22nd.
1: You're going to have like three days. Okay. Go to Try. SoFi oh, when I get oh, off oh, the Oh, no, you'll have like a week. August 22nd? You'll have like a full week.
2: Jamal, when you get back, let's, you and I, plan a photo shoot in front of the billboard where you did a photo shoot. Okay. We'll figure it sure. out.
0: Please. Uh, graffiti writers of LA, if you tag shit and your shit looks nice, don't don't put gang shit on my shit. Put some nice shit on my shit.
2: I'm going to go to all the billboards and spray paint your underwear red. Yeah, man, going to try to get the rumor out there that Jamel is in the Bloods, and, uh, and <laughs> he's also rich from ridiculousness residuals.
0: That is what that will. That is the message that it will send to the public.
2: Yeah. Um, but no, Peter, you're right. I I uh, I'm working on a, a a a movie right now that is very. Um, I had this thought like literally this morning and uh i'm very proud of it it's a very hyper anti-capitalist movie uh about how um you know exactly what you're saying uh is destroying not only just pop culture but culture in general um it's also a comedy uh but i was thinking this morning where i was like the best possible scenario for this movie is that like Some executive at Disney or whatever or Marvel like reads it. It's like I just love what you have to say about capitalism. Do you want to write the next X Men reboot? (laughs) Like that's like (laughs) that's the. And you know your answer is going to be fuck yeah 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 dude. I know exactly
0: where to put Wolverine. (laughs) Yeah, Wolverine is a a bastion of capitalism. Yeah,
1: the horniest Wolverine by Mike (laughs) Banner. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is when he's gonna
2: fuck Taffy Duck, baby, or I'm sorry, Donald Duck.
0: <laughs> uh, Jesus. He, okay, that's a uh, is that that's a three it. year old callback? Oh, it's so, the, honestly
1: yeah. probably the best callback of this whole show. Back when we used to be in person, oh. uh, guys. Um, what part of the Delta variant do you think is gonna ruin the next season of the NBA the most?
2: Like which iota of the DNA in the, I don't know. the virus? Which I don't factor I haven't it? studied. I, mean, I don't know. I mean,
1: are we just gonna be powering through this thing?
2: We're back yeah, to man. square one, right? Um in a lot of places, yes. Uh, I just read a, an article about your neck of the woods, Peter, in New England. Uh that things open back up around Memorial Day. Uh and then particularly in Provincetown, you know. Biggest tourism numbers in years over July 4th weekend. (laughs) And now the Northeast is dealing with all of that and going back into lockdown in some cases.
1: Oh, Provincetown basically was the biggest super spreader event uh, east of Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, totally screwed. Um, At least the vaccination rates are high, but there's just too many people here. There's too many people here.
0: I don't go anywhere without a mask are we doing this is crazy uh whatever keeps the bus free in la that's what i say oh yeah
2: take advantage of that Um, Once they
0: said put the mask back on i was like yes that's at least another three months of free bus
2: uh but yeah i i think peter to your question i think the nba is just gonna power through fair enough they're not going into a bubble they 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 got that sweet taste of ticket sales happening again they're not going to be like well well, do we want to go back to what we did when we were pretending to be responsible and woke
1: or do we want to keep
2: getting this sweet money
1: do we have any uh good smart interesting things to say about the nba draft
2: that's happening i figured that's next week uh correct
0: it's this week
1: oh it
2: is
0: Oh, but yes. I haven't even I haven't even looked up for any trade rumors. I mean, you know, they're saying Beals on the fence again. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee. Hey, look, man. If it ends up with us getting a couple first rounders this year, I'm fine with
1: you're it. You're over man. it now after
0: all of this. Yep,
1: Jumel, that's a man. Denial ain't a river in
0: Egypt, my guy. Come on. Yeah, I know what do you want me to it? say? Hey, Peter, what do you want me to say? Um, what am I that, supposed to do? You want me to be mad? Yeah, sure. Or that your basketball team makes you sad. It's Whatever. Yes, they do. And <laughs> it would be great if they kept doing it. Have we talked about your legacy coach, by the way? No, Wes Unso. Wes
2: Jr., yeah.
0: Congrats. How do you feel about it? I mean, everybody in town, all the all of the nine Wizards fans that I know, they were like, we want Wes, we don't mind West." So okay. this is like
1: a very Browns thing too, or like your team sucks. So you just have to start kind of like making your fans feel better in whatever way you possibly can,
0: whatever way you possibly can. Hopefully when I'm home, I can get me a free koozie or a little bobblehead or I'll take a, you know, I know they got some Otto Porter bobblehead still somewhere, somewhere in a, 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 in a locker warehouse. Yeah. How did Wes
2: Unsell Jr. getting hired lead to you getting free leftover merch from the Wizards?
0: Well, I'm figuring, like he said, we're just just trying trying to make make the fans happy. So, you know, there'll be some sort of team event. There'll be some sort of virtual meetup. Hey, guys, come speak to Cassius Winston in front of the McDonald's.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Peter, to your point. Uh, about the draft, uh, Cade Cunningham is the just overall consensus number one pick. I think the Pistons have already said that they're going to take him. Uh, that's about as far as I, I know. I, I know Jalen Suggs and Jalen Green are uh, both supposed to be very good. Um, and that's basically all I know. And I'll cop, I thought I had a week uh, to, to do some reading and figure it out. But I guess Thursday is the draft.
1: Thursday's a draft, but I feel like this is karmic because what reading are you gonna do, or what is anything that we're gonna say that's gonna make a fucking difference to anybody at any point?
2: Nothing. I mean, all yeah, what we no. bring to the table is really talking about the suits. And I think maybe that's what we should do for our draft episode. We should do another suit ranking like we do, we've done two years in a row now.
0: I I'm so. for it. Yeah. We could we could tag on. I'll probably Oh wait, no, last year didn't we do we ranked the the draft moms? So we did draft moms on Clubhouse. Oh, right. Okay. It the one and only time we ever were on Clubhouse. Got banned for talking about Draft Moms. But we should probably bring Draft Moms back. We could do Suits and Moms. I'm
1: down. There's, like, one other factor we can probably, you know, um, maybe, like, it could bring, like, an overall ranking as well.
0: Oh, okay. So what would be the third? suit Mom uh living room sure Are is it all remote this year do we know oh that's true great great question yeah because if it's in person living room is out mom is still in um
2: should we do like oh okay suit mom and then like personal anecdote that like they that espn milks to try to get sympathy so like you know like if if, if someone's got a dead parent, like East it's like,
0: ooh right. like from, from a foreign that. country
1: or... Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, mom would also lead to extended family. Whoever they hug first. Or like, I was going to say agent, too. Like, suit mom, hook. Basically, like, suit mom and the hook. Like, what's the hook of, like, the story? Suit mom, hook. Mom includes brother, dad, agent. Got it. Got it. So it's, like, more like suit family... Yeah,
2: and like X Factor, and then we'll come up with overall rankings for the lottery players.
0: Okay, all right. I guess I gotta watch draft. I'm in. I'll be watching the draft. I'm. I'm. Um, I'm doing something. I'm on some. I'm on a set. I'm on a set. Uh, and finally, the first job of the year where I'm fully clothed.
1: Oh yeah, what are you doing?
0: Thank you. Uh, it's. Um, I think it's some Adult Swim shit. A couple of the homies. I know Sarah Squirms in it. Uh, I seen my man Robbie uh, Radcliffe from Wham City in this bitch. A couple of guys.
2: Oh, uh, if it's the same project, I read that Sarah sent me that script and uh, there's a guy named Jamel in it that has to get naked. What? Maybe it was a previous draft. I don't know. Oh, yeah, dude.
0: They didn't... I... The draft I saw...
2: No, dude, I you're fucking a puppet in this pants. one, dude. Yeah, in the deadline article, it said. Uh, uh, deadline. Sarah
1: Squirt. Oh yeah. Films. I saw the Variety <laughs> one.
2: Films. Adult Swim special. Jamel but? Johnson cast as naked.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the, the trades. <laughs> the trades.
0: <laughs> no.
2: Jamel's the got a print trades too.
1: I was at I was at my yeah. my agent's office and I caught it on the the coffee table. You
2: <laughs> Got an overall new deal. <laughs> <laughs> Call that an underall?
0: <laughs> okay, all right. That's pretty good. Overall nude deal. If you don't think your
1: nude your, your nude requests are going to skyrocket after this billboard, you are sorely mistaken. I
0: don't, okay, I'll put a bet on that. Okay. It's funny
2: you are gonna you're about to be seen by like millions of people, millions of people, many of whom are in charge of like casting. six billboards all over los angeles this is going to be a huge deal for your career and your fucking dick so congrats
0: thanks bro yeah if anybody takes a pic with a billboard or writes cool graffiti on the billboard um yeah you can come by my house for a t-shirt or uh i'll mail you something
2: well speaking of uh of of NBA Storytime. Listen to NBA Storytime.
0: Again. It's so good. Listen to it again and again and again. How good is it? You can tell I'd start to learn how to read towards the the middle of these episodes. I get a little better at reading. You and Jordan Liggins
1: had a great East Bay throwback. And you guys were trashing on maroon. And I was
0: like, oh, that was the color of my middle school. No wonder it was always available. I mean, come on. Only schools wear maroon. Nobody wears maroon in their personal life.
2: I mean, the Cavs call it wine, but it's really Mm -hmm. maroon, really. It's maroon.
0: Teams and schools. That's it. Yeah. Football team, maroon, whatever. Mm -hmm. Bunch of maroons.
2: (laughs) Anything else we want to plug, guys, before we get out of here?
0: The Olympics. Yeah, I mean. Plug the Olympics. Up my ass. Heard
2: it it here first. <laughs> uh no it's in the Olympics as the a butt plug. <laughs> stay tuned later the speed for our draft special. Love you guys, bye.